Hello and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host, Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, today I want to talk about a country that has had some turbulent history and it has gone through a lot, yet it has been so resilient to fight back to where it is today. And that country is Poland. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, when I first visited Poland, I was coming from the Czech Republic. And in order to arrive in the city of Lublin, which is on the eastern side of Poland, I had to take an overnight bus from Brno in the Czech Republic, which left at 2 a.m. So overnight, sleeping on a bus, uh, kind of felt like a rock star, right? Touring around Europe, although I imagine they would be in more luxurious buses or planes compared to mine. But one thing I do have to mention is the company Flix Bus is really good. I highly recommend it when you're traveling around Europe. It's very cheap, but the quality is very good. There's another company that I use too. It's called RegioJet. And that one there is more for like Central Europe, but it does have connections to other places in Europe. But between those two, if you're looking for good quality service, I would pick either one of them. Now, when I was landing in Lublin, I was meeting my friend Claudia, who lives in Warsaw, which is about three hours away. And I thought, okay, hopefully I'll get there first so then I can wait for her bus because this was the first time that she was visiting Lublin and I did not want her to wait around too long. So I was trying to stay in contact with her via text message. And ironically enough, we actually arrived at the same time. And I said, okay, I'm standing by this building. And she said, wait, I'm also by this building and she ended up being like right there around the corner it was really neat to like meet her and like i said before to meet somebody that you've known online for so long and then meet them in person it's just like walking up to a random stranger and like giving them a hug and saying hey i know a lot about you but don't do that don't go around to strangers and hug them and say you know a lot about them that's probably not a good idea. Now, we immediately got food because we were both hungry. Uh, So we decided to go to a shopping mall, which was not too far away. And we ended up going to the food court in the shopping mall. And we decided to go to Pizza Hut. Just sitting there in the restaurant, Claudia ordered food for both of us because Uh, They were both speaking in Polish, her and the waitress. And I figured I did not want to confuse things by speaking in English. But to be able to sit there, enjoy a nice meal, and just spend time together, it was really great. Now, we must have talked for over an hour, just sitting there, talking about everything, until we finally decided, okay, we have to go explore Lublin before it's dark. I was in Poland in October. So of course the weather was a bit cold and I was not dressed for this occasion. I just had my Team Canada hockey sweater, which is pretty warm, but I also had Under Armour and a long sleeve shirt. Still was pretty brutal in the wind. 
we went to the Lublin Castle, which was this huge castle on top of a hill, which looked over the city. It's one of the most iconic moments in my traveling. We just walked up to the very top of this tower, and Claudia pointed over into the distance and said, look at the sunset. It was just this gorgeous orange with blue and pink sky, uh, and the birds were flying overhead. It was just something that I can close my eyes and picture right away. It's one of those moments where I was recording it, and I still rewatch it to this day. The castle was really amazing. But with that being said, when you stood in the middle of the castle, like in the open area, it was just like a, a tornado. Like the wind was just whipping around and we mostly stayed inside. But we also discovered a few things inside the castle, including this area where you can look at artifacts and things that were called quote-unquote art which it kind of was questionable to us. We just thought it was regular you know, things, like regular household objects and stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, art is art, I guess. Now, Claudia had to leave that day as well. Like She only stayed a couple of hours just to meet up. So we were walking to this little cafe, and we looked up, and we saw this like balancing man on a tightrope. And I thought it was legit person but it ended up being like a statue which was actually pretty cool uh it threw me off at first so i'm like wait is that someone actually hanging up there but especially with that wind i don't know how they could have done it now i was meeting up with my other friend gozia that's who i was staying with her and her boyfriend Wojtek. we met up at the bus station i was super excited to meet her we ended up going back to their apartment, had some wine. Uh, they also treated me some really good food. We had homemade apple pie. We also had pancakes. It was just like a feast at the middle of the night. It was really, really great. One thing I do have to mention is, Gojia, you still owe me the presents. Like She bought me some goodies, like some souvenirs, and she said she would send it. And this has been like two years now, so come on. Now, one of the most powerful places that I've ever witnessed was one of the former concentration camps in Lublin called the Majdanek Camp. It was just so powerful. It felt like there was a pressure on my chest the whole time. I could just feel the pain and the sorrow of the people who've lost their lives there. And there were groups of people with Israeli flags going through this camp and just seeing people embracing and crying and just, it was really, really honestly, it was upsetting, but also gave me a chance to look at life in a different perspective where these people did not have the choice. They were tortured they were treated so poorly and just i couldn't imagine what was going through their minds through these terrible terrible times now it was also raining so it really added to that effect like it added to that somber type of feeling but poland had the highest amount of jewish people in europe 
that had over 10% of the population being Jewish. So to think out of that 10%, how many people were tortured and killed, it's just really tragic. Being in these places where they were contained and slept, like I said, were very emotional. Like to see them sleep on these like long three bunk planks with a thin blanket, essentially. And there's also this one area where it had shoes of people that died and they were just thrown in this bin. It was just mind opening, honestly. Now it did have this huge like sculpture at the very front and it was like this huge rock sculpture and apparently it was to represent what happened. I couldn't have guessed this by just looking at it, but monuments sometimes don't need reasoning or description to kind of get the point across. Now he walked up to this huge round structure where they did the cremations and you can see all the ashes of the people who died and Again, it was so shocking and eye-opening that so many people had to die through this. But Poland is resilient, and they've now become the country they are today by going through these terrible times and rebuilding. And now I'm really glad that I went to Poland and to learn a lot about their history I wanted to go to Auschwitz too. Like I wanted to go to the most famous camp, but I did not have time, unfortunately. But it's something I'd love to do in the future. Now, to kind of change the mood a little bit, uh, we went to this place called Avocado, and we had pierogies there. You know, pierogies are very popular in the Eastern Europe, uh, or dumplings, as it's also called. Uh, but this place had all kinds of different fillings, but we chose to get like nine Mexicana. They're like essentially like a burrito inside of a pierogi, if that makes sense. And uh, nine Ruski pierogies. They're both amazing. Honestly, the food there was so good, so filling. And so we capped it off with a hot chocolate. As we walked through the streets, like we found this really cool fountain, which had different patterns and a sign that said no bathing because you don't want to go bathing in public. I just feel like it's frowned upon in a lot of places. I wouldn't go bathing that day because I think it was like just above zero degrees. So it was pretty chilly. I ended up borrowing Voitex vest because just my layers were just not thick enough. So it kept me warm and I appreciate him for lending it to me because if not I would have froze. Now Gosia had to go tutor a student while I was there so I decided to walk around a little bit. I went to the shopping mall again and just kind of explored. It gave me a time to really sit down and comprehend everything that happened that day. Again going to the concentration camp uh, that was something that was so powerful and I highly suggest that if you ever get an opportunity to go it's definitely life-changing it gives you this perspective of like we take advantage of freedom all the time like when we say that oh man my iphone 11 broke my life is over or i can't go out because my parents ground at me 
Like you have something different compared to these people that went through this trauma and it's freedom. You have that choice of like going outside. You have that choice of doing what you want to do because they didn't. And for that, it really changed my mindset going forward in life. So I really hope I get a chance to go to Auschwitz someday. I think that it would be worth going to and really now that I've been to one concentration camp, I kind of prepare myself to go to Auschwitz, but it's very iconic. Some people ask, like, why would you want to go to such a place with that really sad and tragic history? Like, I wanted to go to Chernobyl when I was in the Ukraine, and of course going to the concentration camps in Poland. It's because it doesn't matter if it's good or bad happy or sad history it's history and this is one of the steps it took for this country to be where it is today so to be able to visit these places and really have your eyes open to the situation it shines a different light when it comes to your perspective on things so after we came home from our adventure, Wojtek and his friend David were back at the apartment, and they already were starting to have a few drinks, so we thought, ah, we'll join in. Uh, we ended up ordering kebab really late at night, and we're joking around saying that, wondering what it was taking so long. Were they growing the vegetables and raising the meat? We eventually got it. And there's this one point where we were all going to do like cheers. And and I said, to Poland. And everyone laughed and like to Poland. And we did the cheers and uh, just one of the funnier moments, like being around Wojtek and Gozia, they're both such easygoing, bubbly personalities. And that's the type of people I really want to surround myself with. And same with Claudia, like she's such an amazing person with a great personality. And I never realized how similar our humor was until we went to the castle and was checking out the art and just kind of like mocking it. And it was really funny how we'd walk and just be like, okay, let's figure out this art piece. Like, what is this? But all in all, it was such a great experience in Poland. I really enjoyed my time there. Uh, the food was amazing. Again, the pierogies, they were really delicious. Uh, the wine, like the homemade alcohol was super good too. And just exploring the city of Lublin was really, really interesting. And I enjoyed it a lot. And I can't wait to go back. I did spend a little bit of time in Warsaw. Like I had to leave really early the next day, like 4 a.m., to catch the 5 a.m. bus to Warsaw. Uh, now, the drive wasn't bad. Like, I slept a little bit, but by the time I got to Warsaw, it was just a mess. The morning traffic was so bad, it held us up for about a half hour, I think it was. I made it downtown to the bus station, but I just couldn't figure out the metro to get to the airport. I went and I tried to look it up on the metro map, and it didn't say anything. So I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll just kind of guess at it. 
I asked a few people around if they spoke English and they didn't. So that made it really difficult. After walking around like the building, I finally realized that there were taxis there. I decided, you know what? I'm going to grab a taxi, make it easier on my life. Now my boarding was at 10:35 and I arrived at the airport at 10. So I was really cutting it close. Like I don't normally keep it I don't normally cut it that close, but I always say as long as you're an hour ahead, an hour and a half ahead, then then you should be good for the most part. A few final thoughts about Poland. Things are pretty cheap, like very affordable. I found that especially the food, there was really good price overall. When it came to different tourism places, it was fairly priced too. Uh, like to go to the castle and just traveling around like on a bus. It, the transportation was also fair as well. I would suggest going in a warmer time of the year. I'd say around the summer or even springtime would be good. Uh, in fact, this time right now in May would be the perfect time to be there. And my future goals, again, would go back and explore a little bit more of Warsaw and also go to Auschwitz, but also take a little trip to the northern part near the Baltic Sea. I hear it's just so beautiful there along the water. Uh, I, I love being around the water. I've always grown up near it. The ocean is maybe 10-minute drive away from my house, so it's always been an influence of my life. It connects everything, right? I could stick my hand in the water of the Baltic Sea, and it's also going to be the same water mass as driving 10 minutes from my house and sticking my hand in the water there. But Poland is such a big country, and there's so many cool different little cities to go see. Uh, I can't wait to go back and explore it. Unfortunately, we're all out of time tonight, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. A little side note, schedule changing. I will now be posting only on Sundays because I'm now working again and I'm trying the idea of doing two podcasts per week, but it's just so busy at work and I want to create good content and I want to focus more on putting out each episode as best as I can. So we're changing things Every Sunday, new podcasts will be out. So I hope you enjoy each and every one. This is Thomas signing off. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.